Hello everyone, I'm Dalton Burdett. I'm Ryan Warner. And we are the Movie Nights. Well, some of them. If you were here, it's because you want to hear our unfiltered, uncensored thoughts and opinions about what is going on in the world of movies. We want to give a quick thank you to the Podcast City Network for hosting us on their website. We ask that you please visit podcastcitynetwork.net. I think that's it. I hope that's it. And you can see a list of amazing podcasts that they have, including the Movie Nights podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, we thank you, and we ask that you please subscribe. And if you're listening on iTunes and SoundCloud, thank you for listening, but we also encourage you to watch and subscribe to the channel. We encourage all of you to follow us on social media, Facebook, at Movie Nights, Instagram and Twitter, at Nights underscore Movie, because some bastard took the Movie Nights name. And uh, with that, with all that being said, I say we just get right into the show. Mr. Warner, how about you? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so... uh, I like the thing where you bring me the topics and then we discuss them. I think that's cool. Cool. Well, yeah, let's do it, man. So hit me with our first topic, boy. Well, first things first, as always, we like to do box office reports for the weekend. Absolutely. Just off the top of your head, do you know what opened this weekend? Dumbo, right? Anything else? Remind me. Beach Bum. Oh, the Beach Bum. Matthew McConaughey. Really quick. Uh, our great friend, a great friend of the movie nights, Christine Wallach, amazing actress, auditioned for the Beach Bum in this apartment. No kidding. Right over there, I shot her audition tape, and no we kidding. sent it in, and she was she was auditioning for the role of Matthew McConaughey's daughter. That would be awesome. It would have been cool, but you know, naturally, they decided to go with a lesser actress, and because uh, Christine's amazing, and uh, we're gonna have to go see the movie with her because that would just be really fun. That's probably why that movie is sitting on a rotten score. Yeah, because they didn't cast her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. But yeah, with those two movies They learned their lesson. (laughs) With uh, those two movies opening up, do you know what took first place? I'm going to assume Dumbo did. Okay. So yeah, Dumbo... (laughs) Oh, I I, I thought you were... No, no. I I was just just leaving it right there. All right. Leaving it right there. Um, So yeah, Dumbo opened up at number one making 45 almost pushing that 46 million mark it made 45 900 and that's domestic yeah oof yeah big oof that that is eh numbers i mean it's not horrific but it's not good do you have the budget up by chance i can pull it up real quick hopefully if box office mojo has it (laughs) Because, you know, sometimes they it's don't like, like it's, to... It's 50-50 with Oh, boy. I'm going to go on IMDb real quick. Okay, or just Google it. Maybe something will pop up. I but ask yeah. the important questions. So, so opening weekend made $45.9 million. Yeah. The budget for this movie was $170 million. $170 million. Oh, that's, that's not good. That's to not very good. To put that in perspective... Good. Avengers Infinity War was made for $150 million. No, that movie was made for like $300 million. Oh, was it? Yeah. Are we going to do this again? Just Google Infinity War budget. I'm pretty... Because I know Age of Ultron was made for 250 Is that what I... Why do you always get these numbers confused? Dude, numbers are hard. Oh, yeah. So, Infinity War budget was $321 million. Okay. So, I'm not good with numbers, clearly. Okay, okay, how about this? Deadpool 2's budget was made for $110 million. Yes. That's better. Ragnarok was made for 180 Dude, numbers are fascinating. Yeah, no, but, but, I, but I think the real takeaway is, like, it may have gotten first place, but that, it, that those are not the numbers that Disney was hoping for. It's definitely not going to have the kind of legs it needs to make that money With back. all the competition coming out? No way. 
No. And I think that the negative review is it's at a, like a fifty something around tomatoes, so like yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty it's pretty split. But I think that that non fresh tomato mm-hmm. hurt the box office not significantly, but I think it hurt it a little bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, that just sucks because it's not horrific numbers. Like if this opened to like twenty, that'd be bad. That'd be real bad. But almost almost fifty million. I mean, it it could have been worse, but yeah. I they definitely hope for more because they're not gonna see. It's going to take the average drop, and it's not going to make much after that. Nope. Hopefully, it'll maybe b- get its production budget back, but that that does that's not even a positive return, though. No. It's going to be rough for Dumbo. Yep. Um, but second place was us, naturally. Nice, nice. Making $33 more million. What percent drop did it take? 53. That's normal. Okay. So it's not quite get out legs, at least yet. If it stays in the 50s drop continually, then it'll have some legs. Yeah. Um, third place was Captain Marvel with $20 million. Uh, fourth place was Unplanned, which I think was also opened up this weekend. Yeah. Made $6 million. Mm-hmm. And then Five Feet Apart came in at number five, making six more million dollars. Oh, good for them. Yeah. It's a small budget movie, so mm-hmm. they definitely made their money back. Yeah. Um, um, but Beach Bum opened up at 10th. With how much? $1.7 million. <sighs> Yeah, I'm sure the budget wasn't that big, but still, that's 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 nobody knows. I wonder if they have it listed. Mm-hmm. They're probably not gonna have it listed because it's opening weekend. Yeah. Nope. All right, I don't want to look up the budget for right, that. Do me a favor. Yeah. Will you click on Captain Marvel and see what its worldwide totals at? I want to see how close it is to a billion. Yeah. Do you have a number you want to give me about how close? Uh, all right, I'll, I'll give you. It's within fifteen million dollars. It's within fifteen. Oh, it's so close. It's within fifteen million dollars. Nine ninety. You think it's at nine ninety? Yeah. Nine ninety two. Oh, it's within eight. Within eight, so it's gonna cross the billion next week. Yeah. Next week, when we do this podcast, we'll be telling you it broke a billion dollars. And that is still amazing. But I'm not gonna get into that whole speech where we spend twenty minutes on it again. Yeah, for sure. But that was fun. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to mm-hmm. talk about the top five, and then Beach Bum coming in at tenth, which is not looking good. But I don't know what the budget was, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But the first story I want to talk about, mm-hmm. which I originally saw on Collider. Okay. And Collider is reporting that Cillian Murphy mm-hmm. has joined the cast for Get Out 2. Or mm. not Get Out 2, um, A Quiet Place 2. Oh! Hollywood Reporter is saying that he's in talks. Okay. So... But it's it's looking like that looking Cillian Murphy like, is going to be in A Quiet Place 2. It's looking to be going towards that path. Correct, yeah. Okay. Now... I see. Obviously not much has been talked about this film because it's still in pre-production john krasinski is still Mm -hmm. writing the script they're looking to shoot in the summertime um the only the only thing that's being reported about cillian murphy's role it says this details on the plot are being kept in a very quiet place but sources say that murphy (laughs) will play a man with mysterious intentions who joins the family unit so the whole cast is coming back, Emily Blunt, the two kids, Not and John Krasinski. Oh, rip that boy. Spoilers. Um, but yeah, so the so mm. the three are coming back with Cillian Murphy joining the cast. Yeah. So with that description, what do you take away from it? I'm curious. Obviously, my initial theory would be like he's like some homeless guy that they find and they take him in. And like the movie's about like, should we trust this guy? What the hell's going on? Turns out to be kind of an asshole. 
I hope that it's not Emily Blunt finding a new love interest. Although, could easily be it. And if they do it right, it's not going to make me upset. Like, I hate when people, like, have expectations for a movie, and when they don't do exactly what they want, they're like, it sucked. Bothers me. Um, I, I, I have... I have full faith in John Krasinski because he's yeah. coming back to write and direct and I feel like whatever story they have is going to be a good one and I think Cillian Murphy is such a talented actor and I love him in everything I see him in. Mm-hmm. So it's never never a bad idea to add talent. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to what he can do in A Quiet Place too, Because he's not he's done horror before. He did um, Wes Craven's Red Eye mm-hmm. which I, th- I think Rachel McAdams is in it too. I'm not sure. But he, he's done horror before, so it's not an unprecedented move for him. Yeah. And I agree. I'm really looking forward towards this. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Uh, something that he's in, which is Peaky Blinders. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch that, but I absolutely love that show, and he's fantastic in it. Um, but I can't say I've seen him in a lot of movies, obviously. I've seen him in all the Nolan stuff, so the, back, the Batman trilogy, and then Dunkirk. And I thought he did uh, well with what he was uh, given there. And then also in 28 Days Later, I saw him in that, okay. and he was fantastic in it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that, you know, he's he's like this mysterious guy, because, I mean, in 28 Days Later, he was kind of mysterious, but you found out, like, through different things or whatever yeah. about who he was. So, or I'm sorry, what his intentions were, but it's going to be, it's going to be fun seeing him with that cast it's gonna yeah. be, it's gonna be a strange dynamic between him and emily blunt like you said i hope it's not going to be like a love interest or love driven storyline between the two because mm-hmm. i think that would take me out of it unless it was done well yeah i mean i'm just not a big fan of like mm-hmm. movies that have a love interest and it's driven by that mm-hmm. but that's just my personal my personal say in it yeah. but it'll be nice to see him in it yeah yeah no i agree what you got next for me dude you like toy story I love Toy Story. Well, I have some good news for you. Lay it on me. Oh, I'm going to give you some bad news first. Don Rickles died. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately he did pass away last year. The voice of uh, Mr. Potato Head. Yes. However, the family reached out to Disney and Pixar and they were like, Hey, we authorize you to use some of his unused um, footage or unused recordings for Toy Story 4, because whenever they started it, he signed on, but never had a chance to actually record mm-hmm. his lines. But now, they're going through, I think I read somewhere that they went through 25 years of everything he did from Jeez. Toy Story 1, 2, 3, games, everything he had with that character, they went through 25 years worth of it. And now they have him as Mr. Potato Head in Toy Story 4. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome to hear. Because he, you know, that that is an iconic voice when you think about it. And it'd be hard to picture anyone else voicing Mr. Potato Head. And I'm really glad that they, they put in the work to do that because they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have easily told the family no. And I, and I think it's Entertainment Weekly who did something like this. Like it might have been an interview with one of the producers or something. I don't remember the, what exactly was going on. But I think um, I think it was a sweet move. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy that we're going to be hearing more of him. And obviously, it's going to be in bits. They didn't, you know, grab monologues from other of stuff course. to put them back in. But uh, I'm really happy, and I think that it's going to. I think it's going to flow nice, and I hope it really goes well for them. How about you? What do you think? Yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. I'm like you. I'm glad that they were able to do this, and you know, they took their time going through 25 years worth of stuff that he did. Mm-hmm. 
rather than just because it, it would have been way easier just to hire an impersonator, have him you know really practice easy. you know running the lines till they till he sounded like him. And I'm glad that they didn't do that because in this way they're able to like honor his memory and like honor you know one of his more iconic characters, especially with someone that we all grew up with and and Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. So it'll be nice that they're like honoring him and you know his character. So I'm super happy to see that. I'm happy about that too. What you got next for me, dude? Yeah. So this one's coming out of Hollywood Reporter. Okay. Angelina Jolie is in talks to make Marvel debut with the Eternals. Now I'm going to be frank with you. I don't know what the Eternals are. Okay. I think Angelina Jolie is a phenomenal actress. So do I. Academy Award winner. Mm-hmm. She has good, to be good. Yeah, she's a good filmmaker too. Do you know anything about the Eternals that you could shed some light on this? Or what are your thoughts on it? Or mm-hmm. what are you looking forward towards? I'm, I don't have deep, deep knowledge on the Eternals. What I know is that they're a very important part of the cosmic world of Marvel. And I know that they're similar to Celestials. And they, I think their origin stories might have something to do with each other. But I'm not sure. But they're very much just like beings that were created to be, you know, better than humans, better than a lot of other species. And the fact that, it doesn't say what role she's going to play, but the fact that Angelina Jolie is thinking about joining the cast, I think not only goes to show that Marvel's really good at getting people that are great at what they do, but I also think it's, it really goes to show that more famous people are starting to pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they were at the Oscars last year. And every year they significantly bring on another big name and people being like, hey, they're running a machine and it's going great. So I think that it's awesome to see that Marvel is bringing in people like Angelina Jolie because now other people who wouldn't have done it before are seeing Angelina Jolie do this and being like, wow, if she's going to do something like this, maybe I can come over and do something with Marvel. And like you said, she's a phenomenal actress. I love her in the movie Changeling that was directed by Clint Eastwood. I think that that's her best performance and she didn't even win her Academy Award for that, I don't think. And... Yeah, but I'm really, really looking forward to her in this movie. And uh, I don't know when the movie's going to shoot. I don't know when it's going to come out on their slate. I'm sure it'll be announced soon after Spider-Man Far From Home. But um, I'm really looking forward to the movie, and I'm looking forward to seeing her in it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, no, I, I agree with everything you said. And it's going to be interesting because if they're these co- cosmic beings, then they're definitely shifting their uh, attention from mm-hmm. more Earth-grounded stuff. To being more cosmic, you know, yeah. with the Guardians. And, and, and who knows and, what the MCU looks like after Endgame. We don't know yet. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, because originally, I can't I can't remember if you told me this or if I found it somewhere, that Guardians 3 was originally going to be the one that kicked off the cosmic universe because uh, Kevin Feige just recently came out and said from Iron Man 1 to, is it Endgame or Infinity War? That I guess it'd be Endgame that is the Infinity Saga. Yeah. That's what he's calling it. Mm-hmm. So, with him saying that, it kind of makes me feel like that's the end of, like, not an era, but, like, end of, I don't know how to say this, but they're they're taking it in a new direction, yeah, basically, yeah. is what I'm getting at. Uh-huh. So, with them going more cosmic, it's going to be fun to see this, because it's going to be, like, new territory for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be more Guardians feel, and it's going to be more space battle. Yeah, and, and, and it was smart, because they needed to build an audience before they went too wacky. Exactly, And I like yeah. that they, they slowly went wacky. Like, it, over the course of the years, they just kind of went like this with the wackiness. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a smart move by them. Because I think it's going to work out in their favor wonderfully. 
Yeah, no, I still view Guardians as like, hey, let's have a talking tree and a talking <laughs> raccoon as best friends and see if this does well. And you're going to go watch it because we're Marvel. Exactly. Yeah. So that's definitely the direction they're headed in, which mm-hmm. I'm looking forward towards. Yeah, same. Like you said, they're a machine. They're doing nothing but good things. So I'm also curious to see who else is going to join the Marvel machine, you know? Yeah. It's also the first time I've ever heard the phrase looking forward towards. Really? Do you realize that you said that? I'm looking forward towards it? No, you said I'm looking forward towards. Oh, did I not say it? Moving on. <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of news coming out lately about James Gunn. Yeah. Um, you know, being fired from Guardians. And we've covered it a lot on the show. Yeah. You know, check out old podcasts for that. Mm-hmm. But just kind of quick synopsis. Okay. Fired from Marvel, hired at DC to make whatever movie he wanted. Mm-hmm. Wanted to make Suicide Squad. They called it. They didn't know if they were going to call it a reboot, or no, it was being rebooted. Like, like early reports were saying, "Hey, it's like a total reboot," and then they were like, "Well, Margot Robbie and Will Smith are coming back." Mm-hmm. Like, well, not Will Smith, yeah, but but Deadshot's Deadshot's coming back, but but Harley Quinn and Margot Robbie's still in it. Yeah, and then the people, and then the producer recently, I think Charles Roven came out and recently said, "No, no, this is a reboot. We we don't even call it Suicide Squad Two. We call it the Suicide Squad." Mm-hmm. Well, now you can add more murky stuff to the water and explain why. Yeah, so Jai Courtney says Captain Boomerang will return in the Suicide Squad. And that he will be Captain Boomerang. He will be Captain Boomerang. I don't know who break, broke the story, but I'm just reading Collider's yeah. okay. article. Okay. So what are your thoughts on Captain Boomerang in the first Suicide Squad? What should we expect from the second one with him coming back with Margot Robbie and Deadshot? It's not going to be Will Smith, but like what kind mm. of... What are your thoughts on him coming back as the third character to come back? I'm actually super stoked he's coming back. Um, I loved Jai Courtney in the first Suicide Squad as Captain Boomerang. And that's usually... He's usually known for not doing so well in big movies. So if the best part of your movie is Jai Courtney, maybe the movie was... There was something wrong with the movie, maybe. But uh, honestly, um, I'm just glad he's coming back. And I'm glad that he's excited about coming back. Because in an interview, he seemed like, hey, no, I'm coming back. We're going to do it again. And I'm glad that James Gunn is keeping him because I feel like of all the characters, he's a wacky guy. He just uses fucking boomerangs. And I feel like James Gunn was like, yeah, yeah, he's staying. And I'm, I'm really glad to just see... English is hard. I'm just very glad to be able to see Captain Boomerang come back and be in the in this movie again. I'm, dude, I'm losing all my sentences. This is insanity. I'm going to try again. Ready? I'm happy Jai Courtney's coming back. How about you? Not gonna lie, I don't think he left a big impression on me because I don't really remember much about his character other than he was like obsessed with the stuffed unicorn or something. <laughs> that was funny, yeah. But, I mean, cool? I mean, he, he must have done something well enough for James Gunn to be like, he's staying as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I want Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang back. So... While he may have not left, or I may not have left the movie with anything regarding that character, James Gunn definitely sees potential in that character that mm-hmm. he can work with, and I trust James Gunn. I haven't seen anything bad he's put out yet, so if he has if he has faith in it, I have faith in it. So I mean, that's kind of where I stand at it. Not excited, not 
unexcited, but yeah. looking forward towards it. Towards it. Looking forward. Wouldn't it, shouldn't it be looking forward to it, though? What, English is hard. Where are you getting towards it? Looking forward towards it. I don't know. It's just something I've always said growing up. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it just kind of stuck with me. I don't know. Could be wrong. Could be right. Who's to say? Let us know. Let us know if like if, if what he's saying is completely wrong or if I'm just being a dick. I, I need to know. Yeah. So please let us know in the comments. But, uh, but yeah. Do we have any other stories today, dude? That was it. I mean... Box office, Cillian Murphy, Toy Story 4, Angelina Jolie, and then now Jai Courtney. Anything you want to talk about? Right before the show started, we watched a trailer. We did. Tell us about the trailer that we watched. The tra- or the movie is called The Dead Don't Die, which sounds like a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. It is a zombie movie. It has a big cast. Let me look up the cast real quick. I know off the top of my head, it had Bill Murray, Adam Driver... And the redhead from X-Men First Class and Get Out. I forget his name. But I know for sure it had those guys in it. Mm-hmm. And the chick from Zodiac. I think that's her. Yeah, so it has... I'm going to mess up her last name, but... Mm-hmm. Chloe Sevegny. Yeah. Adam Driver. Tilda Swinton. Oh, Tilda Swinton's in it too, Steve yes. Buscemi. Caleb Landry-Jones. Steve, Selena Gomez. Steve, Bill Murray. Steve Buscemi? Selena Steve Gomez. Buscemi. Oh yeah, I did see Selena Gomez in the trailer. Uh, Danny Glover. Oh, and Danny Glover. Yes, that is a, that's a stacked cast. It's, wow. a, it's a it's an odd cast. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't think of those people being together in a movie, mm-hmm. but I'm about it. And uh, the fun part of the trailer is that this is a straight up comedy movie. Yeah, and it looks hilarious. It looks like I it has so. a new twist because whenever you think of comedy and zombies, what movie do you think of? I think of Shaun of the Dead and Zombieland. Me too. I th- this movie I think has a different tone than those movies. While it's still a comedy, like it's something something's different about yeah, it. Yeah, the humor is more dry. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm all for it. I yeah. love dry humor. Yeah, but this movie is scheduled to come out in on June 14th, so very soon. Yeah, wow. And I'm surprised that no one's really talking about this because I think this looks phenomenal. Yeah, it looked really independent and low budget, so it probably doesn't have a huge marketing mm-hmm. money. But uh, I hope that it it that you know the trailer gets out there online and people hopefully go in and see what in the small theaters that it will play in because it, it does look quite entertaining. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, like we said, it's a strange cast to all be together, mm-hmm. but I I think it's going to be a fun movie. And I'm a sucker for zombie movies, whether they're good, bad. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Yeah. Also, there's one more thing I want to talk about yeah. before we go. The trailer for Annabelle 3 came out. It's called Annabelle Comes Home. Okay. Did, did you get a chance to look at it? No. It looks very scary. Um, the first Annabelle I've heard was garbage. I've never seen it. But I've heard the second one's really good. But I've also never seen it. But I love The Conjuring. I love The Conjuring 2. I watched The Nun. Uh, um, and uh, I'm very interested in Annabelle 3. Would you like to know why? Do tell. The Warrens are confirmed to be in it. Just like at the end of the Nun. No, they're actually that was cool. That was cool. That was cool, but they're actually confirmed to be in the movie, as in shooting new scenes. Wow. Part of the movie, yes. And I'm very, very excited. Apparently, the plot of this movie is about Annabelle torturing their kid. Oh boy. Yeah. 
They're not going to have any of that shit, I can tell you right now. No, they're fucking not. It's going to be wonderful. Um, I don't remember who the director is, to be honest with you. but um, James Wan. James no, it's, Wan. it's not James Wan. <laughs> that, that would have been everywhere if James Wan was like, Annabelle 3, I'm going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> why, why not? not? Stepping down from Aquaman to yeah. do this low-budget horror movie. Yeah, yeah. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> he didn't even do it. We're still like, what a guy. <laughs> no, but, uh, but yeah, I'm really excited for it. And I'm going to catch up and watch one and two before I see the third one. I'll have to catch up on that universe because I I couldn't tell you off the top of my head which movies I've seen, Mm -hmm. but I love horror movies, so right after this, I'll have to watch the trailer Mm because I I didn't know the trailer even came out. Yeah. It was a good trailer. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for today's show. Yeah. Quick. Painless. Yeah. Next week for you guys, we're going to have reviews for both Dumbo and Shazam, which I'm very excited about seeing. And um, you got anything else you want to add? Thank you. For watching yeah thanks guys and you can look at all the new content that's going to be on our channel um yesterday we just released the second part of our franchise spotlight on james bond with our video about from russia with love today you're gonna to be watching the podcast and wednesday thursday and friday will be new videos for you as well and also the movie of the week this week is going to be wind river the 2017 film and if you have questions that you'd like to be if you have questions that you would like to be seen in our video at the end of the week go to our social medias and just tweet us Comment on one of our photos, and we will make sure your question gets included in the next video. And uh, I think that's it, Ryan. Yeah, but real quick, where can they find Wind River if they want to watch it? Wind River is streaming on Netflix, and hopefully a lot of you have that streaming service. And it might be on other ones, but I know for sure it's on Netflix. Yeah. Well, I think that does it for this week's episode. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye.